parties in a deadly silhouette She loves the cocaine, but cocaine don't love her back When she's upset, she talks to Maury and takes deep breaths She's a 90s supermodel uh, way back in high school when she was a good Christian I used to know her, but she's got a new best friend A drag queen named the Virgin Mary takes confession She's a 90s supermodel Yeah, she's a master, my compliments If you wanna love her, just deal with her She'll never love you, hold that money and see her She's working around the clock When you're not looking She's stealing your boxy Low-waisted pants Don't only pants I pay for that She's a 90s supermodel Yeah, she's a master Come up here and see this all day. I mean, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, come up here and you think you're entitled? Uh, anyways, uh, Bart, why do you do so many fucking spaces? Like, legitimately, I'm concerned for your general well being. Yeah, I mean, can we just talk? Like, if that that's the type of song that, like, if it's on, if like you started your car and that song was playing, that's like an instant, like, not even turn down. You just like press the whole power button, shut that shit off. Uh, Twitter spaces. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they're not valuable. Elon is not joining them. Um, I don't learn anything from them. Value is an exchange at the quickest rate possible. You know, you, uh, you know, you know, I love having to go to the timeline and see the same shit over and over and over again. You know, if I gave you $1 million to fucking stab yourself with a pencil in the eye, would you do it? You know, that's the type of shit that's on the timeline. Um, and you can't escape it either. I mean, you cannot escape it. You know, NFTs are the future. NATF just over and over and over again. I mean, it's just a fucking. What? I mean, what's NATF? You can't. For? None of your. None I'll of your business. Get it out so quick. Fucking Dorito. None eat. of your business is what it stands for. Board using Mountain Dew drinking motherfucker. How did you figure it out in fucking a minute, dude? That's insane. I didn't think anyone was gonna figure it out. Then all of a sudden, it like started to catch on. Uh, I think that'll be a trending word. Well, a trending phrase that'll probably put NFTs on the map. I don't know. It's worth a shot, right? You think any? You think tweeting out NATF is gonna put 
NFTs on the map? Well, it will be a trending term. I'll be sure of it. Why? Okay. Because I will tweet and retweet everyone. I, I don't give a fuck if my account gets shadow banned in the nether realms. Fuck it, dude. It'll come back. It always does. You know, it always does. You know, I don't see my favorite influencers retweet a goddamn thing. Not a single fucking thing, dude. I think I have more retweets than tweets. That's how I operate. I think the more you give, the more you get. Bart, I see you retweeting all over my fucking timeline. I gotta look at the garbage ass content, the fucking branding 101 content, all because of you, bitch. I mean, why do you retweet so much? Ah, uh, look, there's two types of people in the world. There's givers and there's takers. I think there's so much. I think there's a lot of good, good fucking tweets out there. I think there's a lot of mfers that are looking for. Uh, they have great content. They just haven't achieved a, a level of visibility yet to where they can just post and it rips out the world. So. If I see something, if I see something in someone or I see an influencer who's trying and they're pushing shit out and they're and they're following like the best practices, I'll drop a fucking retweet. It doesn't cost me nothing. It doesn't cost me anything and delivers a ton of value. There was a lot of MFers that retweeted me when I was on the come up and I never forgot about that. So uh, paying it back, just giving it out, passing them out like fucking Halloween candy. You know, you say your favorite influencer doesn't retweet. My, my favorite influencer is gone. I mean, my favorite influencer just fucking quit. I mean... We saw King Fudd come back. We saw a sliver of King Fudd today. Hasn't showed up in two weeks. I mean, why do you think so many influencers are fucking quitting? They were here for the wrong uh, wrong reasons. Priorities were all fucked up. I think, you know, money kind of blurred a lot of people, a lot of uh, my vision included, right? So my vision was blurred. The amount of money that I could make, be made. I missed the big picture. And now I'm seeing the bigger, bigger picture being played out. Um, I, I, um... I pinned this shit to the top real quick, Bart. I mean, we're now being accused of uh, being paid off by cock punch because we talked about it. This is why we can't talk about NFTs, Bart. I mean, Jesus, dude. Shill and Villain and Bart start talking about cock punch with full platform one spaces. Project pumps to 1.44 ETH, all time high so far yesterday. Current 0.88 ETH, plus down, downward trends on every indicator for a 39% dump so far. Make it make sense. Plus, let us know how much your payments were. So I'm going to ask you, Bart. I mean, how much were you paid by cock punch? Wait, you pinned it to the... I don't see anything at the top. You it might... It to the top? I don't know. Poopity doopity scoopity's already pinned it. Why is he up here? Get him the fuck out, dude. Oh, hold on. We're going we're to talk to poopity doopity Dude, he's gone. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I pinned to the top. I don't know if you see it yet. Uh, I can probably do it. No, it's loading. This, it, it's you probably totally got this motherfucker blocked. You got half a fucking crypto Twitter blocked. Yeah, that's probably what happens. Uh, Cockpunch paid me, look, and I and I don't like to brag. I'm not one that likes to brag. I mean, a lot of people like to flaunt wealth. Uh, I mean, you see it on the timeline, flexing Rolexes, cars, the whole nine. I know I'm not one that likes to flaunt wealth, but I do like to celebrate my wins, so occasionally I will talk about them. I mean, Cockpunch Cock took care of me. I mean, they paid me $0. Uh, to talk about the project, you know, we only had great things to say about Cockpunch. You know how the art was some of the worst I've ever seen. How the the project founder was one of the worst we've ever seen. How there's literally no utility. You know, the project says that he's gonna rug it. Uh, we wouldn't touch it with a 12 foot pole. I mean, we only had good things to say about it. Uh, and now they're now they're coming out and saying, so I got paid zero dollars. So there's how there's full disclosure. There's that. I mean, how Alex, how much did you get paid to talk about Dick Punch? I lost money. I, I was telling Machi, I, I got the fucking recording, I got the receipts. I was, I remember, I was like, Machi, like, what do you think about this? Have you heard of this Tim Ferriss in Like, uh, you know, I don't like the art. He cost me 200 Ethereum. I'm going to collect. I'm going to look at him. I'm like, hey, 
Uh, you told me to fade. I lost big time. I think it was, uh, I, I don't know how much it went up. It, it went up significantly. I was going to mint 100 of them. Uh, but I didn't because I was taking the financial advice from Machi. I'm curious. Do you think I can sue him for not listening, uh, for him giving me bad financial advice? Sue Machi? Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, definitely. I'm out 200 De each because he said not to mint. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, financial burden. I mean, that's that's damages. I mean, brand damage. I mean, think about what that would have done for your brand, you know, talking about caucus, Cox all over the timeline. That would have done a ton for your – so you can do defamation, you know, missed opportunity, financial stress. You can hit them with everything. Hit them with the whole fucking book. I mean, why not? You know, why the fuck not? Um, why the fuck not? I mean, so you got paid negative zero, negative dollars. So why, why are MFers thinking that we got paid for um, – no, Dude, the best one was Valhalla too. Did you I see mean, that? They think we got paid by Valhalla? Dude, I don't know. You know, I hear my favorite spaces every single day. Oh, Moonbirds, you know, they have one sale in the last 48 hours, you know, full price 0.01 micro difference. They don't, they're never held accountable for what they talk about. I mean, we talk about cock punch for fucking one hour on a space, and we got a whole fucking thread written about how we're in their fucking back pocket. I mean, what in the fuck? We have fucking like one fifth of the amount of participants. What the fuck is going on, Bart? Uh, this is where this is where we're at. We cannot talk. We can't talk about NFTs. We can't talk about crypto. We can't talk about anything. We can't talk about emojis. Oh yeah, emo you're talking about an emoji. You put one in your name. All of a sudden, your homophobic slurs just thrown your way. Number one project, flip flop and flounder. Just everything. You can't talk about anything. So I think for the rest of the space moving forward, we should just sit here in silence. How do we farm a lizard? Shut the fuck up! Yeah, he's gone. I'm getting, uh, Bark, I'm getting DMs right now. People are pissed that we're sitting in silence. They say we're coming into space, they're coming to learn. Now we're not saying a fucking word. Okay, and now we can't have any downtime. No breaks. Yeah, we can't no breaks. Well, we usually just keep talking at the same time. You and I, yeah. so we can't be silent, so we'll just start talking over each other. Okay, so let's go just ahead. keep on just keep talking. Yeah, yeah I mean, dude, I'll fucking pull up Twitter. Let's just go I mean, the we're on crypto Twitter. We're sitting here right now. Uh, like, who gives a fuck? You can't even have a fucking right opinion now, anymore. Uh, I mean, you I'm, legitimately cannot even have it. Like, in what fucking world can you participate on social media without even having one fucking opinion? I mean, it's uh, fucking ridiculous. I mean, what are these fucking MFs even trying to do? I mean, this is like fucking ridiculous. Oh my I mean, god! Holy you shit. Be oh my god! I mean, I can't even see. I can't even see. Now saying GM, GM, like and retweet to win this. I mean, GM, whatever you fucking want to do. I mean, all you show up to fucking crypto Twitter, and all of a sudden you're a fucking villain. Oh, you talk about NFTs once, and all, and then all of a sudden everybody fucking hates you. You don't talk about NFTs, they hate you. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. I mean, what in the absolute fuck is happening here? For I mean, is this where we are at this point? You that, can't even buy it anymore. Can you like can't even participate on crypto Twitter anymore. I mean, that's exactly so what it is. I mean, that's exactly what myself. the fuck is this happening. Is getting oh my god! On the that's what you got. Poopity, just scoopity, coming up on stage, pinning I mean, shit to the, the fucking top. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Disgusting. So, I mean, actually, as much disgusting. As I like to say, fucking, you know, yeah, as much as you'd like to say shit, as much as you would like to say any fucking thing. I mean, you know, fucking, you know, the NFTs are here to stay. Fucking, you know, popping yeah, out it doesn't matter what people do. Uh, NFTs popping. are just going to continue to I don't know, just fucking buzz out of his goddamn mind. Oh, hold on, Alex, I'm getting DMs. I'm getting DMs. Hold on, hold on. I'm getting DMs. Okay, they don't like us both talking. 
anymore. So fuck, dude. We'll go back to one at a time. I guess. I mean, nobody, nobody's happy. Nobody's happy. So you know, they can't. They, I don't think people know how to leave the space. I mean, I think that's the main issue. They don't know how to get out of here. Um, they need some directional abilities. They can't find the leave button. We'll send a message. You know, Elon. I know you're listening. Get your bitch ass off your alt. I know you're fucking listening. Look, you need to make the leave button way bigger. MF, they can't find it. You know, people cannot find the fucking leave button. It's in the top right. It's big. It's red. It's juicy. Just slap that thing. Um, if you're not happy with the space, just you know, there's a million other spaces. I mean, you can go to Carpet, Carpet Radio, you know, Nifty Beta. You know, just go buy FTX money. You know, through their affiliate link, pump them, and then lose all your. I mean, just you know, just everything that you would possibly need is just one button away. Uh, to fucking leave the space. I mean, look, it, right now, I thought we were in the Pico Bear of the bear market. Apparently, we're not. We much have much further to go. I mean, are you still going to be here? I mean, you just sit in spaces all day. You don't have a fucking You don't have a fucking job. I mean, I'm trying to build. I mean, will you still be here if we continue to drop lower? Yeah. Um, someone has weaponized this account. I'm going to be here sharing my unadulterated opinion in hopes that maybe Web3 becomes a better place. What does that mean? Well, I think there's some shit that needs clean. I think we got to fucking fl flush down the turds and start, you know, letting the birds start the, you know, flush the turds, bring out the birds. Uh, we're going to bring out the best in people. Uh, that's my goal. I mean, someone's paying me to do something like that. They're paying me to be an active participant in Web3 now. I was I was all going to head back to Web2, but someone was like, hey, Alex, you know, I like Web3. They like what we're doing. Um, I don't know, Bart. I mean, you see liquidity going to zero. You're here, just here on your fucking spaces all day. You do nothing. You just come on spaces. I mean, you think it's building. I don't know. It's a fucking embarrassment is what it is. You're not fucking building. You're embarrassing. Uh, but, Bark, I mean, why are you still participating in Web3? Like, what's it going to take you to capitulate? Well, I thought this was a waste. You know, we have project founders coming up on stage telling us, you know, they can't, they don't have time to talk in Twitter spaces. And so... So, they, you know, they don't have time to sit up in Twitter spaces all day. They're actually building. So we just boot them off stage real quick. Um, oh, wow. You'll never guess who just requested. Um, uh, you'll never guess who just requested. Familiar face. Never thought I'd see this mf -er again. Oh, wow. Two familiar faces. Wow. No way. I mean, absolutely. Wait, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, Do you know who this is? Well, yeah, well, yeah, it's fucking fun. It's fun. Fud's up here. What's up, yeah, guys? Oh, um, who? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. We have Shilly Billy up on stage sometimes, but right now we've got not the one, the only, not Seth McFarland. We have Billy McFarland up on the stage at the moment. Alex, do you know who? Do you know who Billy McFarland is? Um, let me go look. He is a shipping code and building pi pirate ships. What the fuck? Uh, he only has yeah. 300 followers. I mean, he's a pirate. Uh, he's building pirate ships. Um, Billy is a Billy is new to crypto Twitter. Just came around here. Um, IRL PFP the whole night. I mean, do you know anything about? I mean, yeah, he's a pirate. He's building pirate ships. I mean, do you really do you know anything really about Billy? I'm I'm so bad that I thought I could join the space from my computer. So sorry, I'm late, guys. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know who he is. I do know that. I mean, he's a handsome fellow. He's a handsome fellow. He doesn't have an NFT PFB. Hmm. Okay. Well, we have Cameo here. Um, looks like he was... Wait a second. He was the one with the, the Milk Boys? I mean, what the fuck? Who the fuck is this guy? 
Yeah, the Nelk boys. I mean, they're irrelevant. I mean, they're they're old now. I mean, they had their time. Yeah, they had their time. Just complete irrelevancy. So one of the biggest now he now Billy is on one of the biggest stages he's ever been on. Um besides the one I, I mean, Billy, what what in the hell are you doing on crypto Twitter right now? Can I get some walkout music first, guys? No. Yeah, I'll just stop. Okay, all right, all right. Can we see clapping. All right, go ahead. Do the walkout music. Do your thing. Uh, the the mute button's in the bottom left. Bottom Billy. left, Billy. Red My thing bad. With a slash through it. No, it's okay. Don't be. It's not your bad. Just be better. Don't be sorry. Be better. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Play the intro song. Yeah, I want to kick it off with Fifty Cent this time around. So playing some of his music to get going. Why is this so fucked up? Uh, am I not? All right. Yeah. Okay. So, um, okay. We'll just pretend like the music went on. You know, Alex loves 50 Cent. You know, I mean, so, so Alex, I don't know how much you know about Billy. Um, Billy like has his a name. Huh? Billy McFarland. I like his name. Billy, Billy McFarland. Mc dot, dot, dot. Billy well, Mc dot, dot, dot. I mean, it sounds like he's like from a fucking movie. Billy McFarland. I mean, it's like Seth McFarland, you know, yep. on the, just Seth McFarland. But is he Seth related McFarlane? to Seth McFarland? His little brother, his little brother. Oh, that, oh, you're Seth McFarland's little brother? Yep. Yeah. I mean, King Fudd, what do you know about Billy? I was wondering if you could uh, talk to Seth for me and explain why he rubbed the rotten eggs. Made me look like an idiot. Okay. Um, we'll go ahead and forward on that message. Go ahead, King Fudd. Um. Is he going to do that intro music? Like, I don't know what's going on. That was one of the worst intros I've probably ever heard. Uh, I can't believe you guys are allowing this on your space right now. Well, copyright law loves when you play songs in there. Uh, they really do love that. Uh, they absolutely love it. I mean, okay. Go, 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 I mean, we already listened to one song and we're about to listen to a second song. I'd rather hear the dance now. We've heard this. We've listened to the song. Now let's see the dance. Who the fuck is this guy, Bart? Uh, I didn't know. McFarlane up here. We could learn who he is from him. But you know what I found? A lot of people know more about me than me. So you probably know more about Billy than Billy. So Wait, yeah, hang, hang on. on. Hang on. Is this real? You guys don't know this guy? What is happening? No, he made like, Family Guy. He made Family Guy. Oh, does he like do the voices for Family Guy and stuff? It sounds like you know who that you know who this is, King Fudd. Yeah, is he? I think he's gonna do the voices for Rotten Eggs too. I think so. At least one of them. Well, why, why is he here? Is this really I have no, Billy? I have no fucking clue. I have no idea why Billy's here. To be honest. With you. I mean, why do you think Billy's here? Uh, I haven't been here for a little while, but now we have Billy here, and I just feel like you guys have stepped it up. I, I don't, like, I'm not worthy to be here when you're bringing up speakers like Billy. 
Who is Billy? I'm going to pull the audience. Who is Billy McFarland? I mean, I crypto no Twitter. Yeah, I mean, you go on the timeline, people just, it's Billy is trending. I mean, people can just not stop talking about this guy. I mean, everywhere I go is just Billy this, Billy that. Um, Billy this, Billy that. I mean, so, uh, Kingfight, I'm actually really surprised you didn't know who Billy is. You must not watch the Nelk Boys full send. Uh, you're a boomer. I mean, you've got four kids. I mean, your youth is way in the past. Um, so, I did a little bit of due diligence on Billy before uh, he came up on stage, you know, in the past 30 seconds. I look up Billy's name, and it just, all it says is Billy McFarland, um, uh, a convicted felon. Oh, that can't be the right one. That's got to be a different Billy McFarland. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, that can't be him. No, 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 that sounds like the right one. Billy, what did you do? Uh, the mute button, Billy, bottom left, the red mic with the, the slash through it. You can't miss it. Yeah, made a lot of terrible decisions, but coming on here might be one of the worst ones. All right. I can De agree to that. Defrauded investors of $27.4 million by marketing and selling tickets to the festival and other events. Is that real, Billy? Is that real, dude? Uh, bottom left, I don't know if, I don't know, uh, Billy, I don't know if you know this. This is where everyone comes to get their sins washed away. I mean, no if you problem. think that's bad, I mean, every day we've got, we've got fraudsters, we've got scammers up here and we deep dive into it and, and it's gone. I mean, you come on capitulation once and you're an innocent uh, human being. I mean, this can't, what I'm reading can't be right. I mean, 27.4 million. What, what is this talking about, Billy? Yeah. So got out of prison recently. Um, served a little over four years and was charged with wire fraud in my attempt to do the fire festival a fire festival like where they're spinning fire on like sticks and stuff yeah maybe. no dude it, hang on then that's why you're into nfts right billy that's actually pretty cool do, do you own any nfts bill you missed the last four years it's been wild a lot yeah, of us I, have I, made I money I, I missed it all but uh yeah. you could have you could have stolen so much money so many no names have been stealing money with someone of your caliber and your connections. You could have stolen like three times as much as you did. You, 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 you frauded too early, my dude. Um, no, you didn't miss anything. I mean, not, nothing has happened in four years. I mean, we put monkey pictures on, on the internet, Billy, that's all we've meant. But Billy, this can't, this can't be right. I mean, 27.4 million. This, am I reading this right? 27 point. What, what, what is a fire festival? Bottom left, big red mic with a slash button, a slash line through it. Um, what is the fire festival, fire festival, Billy? We can do this. I believe in us. I believe we can get through this tonight. Uh, we, we can make the buttons maybe, bigger. You People think can't. it's because you muted his his intro song? Maybe we need to like chant for him. Billy, Billy, Billy. Can we get some claps for Billy? Billy, Billy, Billy. What? Well, come on, dude. All right, that, that's better. That's better. Let's start over. Sorry, guys. I couldn't have a, la a phone for the last four years, so I'm uh, I'm trying to figure out the whole app thing. Bro, this is this is fun. This this is the Billy. I haven't been here for a few weeks, but this is like literally my favorite activity. Is to just come on here and party and talk with people and get to know each other and and just you get a like Bark wasn't lying. Anything you've done. You just let us know. We're going to support you regardless, Billy. Yeah. Thank you, guys. So 
Um, super interested to learn more Alex, about the like. I think I'm yeah, I'm muted. So super interested to learn more about like DAOs in particular, and games just talk about some like early ideas I have and really just trying to learn what I've missed over the last four years. Um, I think most of you guys know I uh, went to jail for lying to investors to try to do a festival, but before that. I had a company called Magnesis where I tried to make a credit card with more relevant like community-based perks for young people in cities. And from what I've seen over the past couple of months, a lot of the community aspect of these NFTs or like a lot of the desired community aspect of these NFTs was what I was trying to do with Magnesis a number of years ago. So would really appreciate just kind of any help catching up, seeing what I've missed and just trying to understand, you know, where things are with, uh, I guess all these emerging technologies and particularly like what's happening in the DAOs that's actually like, impacting or causing some nice like real world change. Yeah. Um, can I go? I, mean, can, I, don't, I don't know if I'm trying to raise my hand and be respectful. Uh, Billy, go ahead, King Fudd. Okay. Well, before we, delve into DAOs. Do you mind if we delve into asking you some questions? Yeah, for sure. Let's go. Um, first of all, I mean, let, I mean, let, let's just, let's face it right where it is. Uh, that's pretty incredible that you did that. You pulled that maneuver. Most people are too scared to do that because they, they don't want to face jail time. And also maybe they, you know, have like ethical reasons of why they wouldn't do something like that. Um, do you like, how recently did you get out of jail? Because you sound like, like this is fresh, man. Like this, you like, did you just get out like within the last like few weeks? Yeah. Just to take things back for a second, like understand super new to the space and really have no fucking idea. Like what I've gotten into with this Twitter space right now, but not advocating for any kind of like scam or fraud. And I'm no interested like in even talking or participating in that more than happy to discuss like what I did and get into all of that but just not entertaining that shit moving forward and like made a ton of ethical and moral violations. But, uh, you know, don't think it's cool. Not here to promote that. Oh, that's kind of, that, okay. That, I mean, nothing more, more manly than just owning up to what you did. Right. Um, so respect. Um, I do have some honest questions and, uh, they're more for fun, Billy. So don't take offense. Like, uh, genuinely, I think people wonder this. Um, what was prison like? Prison was brutal. And um, I was obviously there through COVID. So that was hard. I think like the hardest thing of jail is like it's forced time out. And, you know, no grown adult wants to be forced to go into time out for a number of years. Did, did you what would you say was like your biggest takeaway having been in there um, versus now? Do you feel like you've changed quite a bit? Yeah, I think like valuing a small number of relationships more. And there's just so many like super lost people who, you know, do have potential and do have ability. And there's like a lot of wasted talent and a lot of wasted like human souls and human life. And it's just sad beyond anything else. So I think it kind of like refocuses you a little bit. And so many of my mistakes, like the fire festival was trying to, you know, be around hundreds of thousands of people, obviously to the festival when jail kind of refocused this idea of a few really strong and actually meaningful relationships. So moving that to NFTs, um, one of the biggest thing that's happened 
Billy. So you're in, you're, if you like the fire festival and you like the idea of like running a DAO and giving perks to people, you're in the right space as far as NFTs go, um, because that's literally the beauty of NFTs. It's based around art. Um, and, and there's a lot that art entails like fun, um, community and, you know, art can make you feel stuff, etc. More importantly, NFTs specifically, you receive perks and the utility by owning some. So you're in the right spot. Just the reality of NFTs, Billy, is there's been a lot of people who have rugged. That's what they call it, where they start a project and then they just leave it and they take all the money that the project earned. Um, how do you feel like you're, you could provide and build in this space, um, giving your history? Uh, do you feel like you can overcome that and prove your worth? Um, and, and gain your trust back? Or what do you feel about that? I guess just like more from the warning standpoint to start things off. And it, once again, just super new to this, but I feel like people get a false sense of security or audacity from the more like anonymous aspect of this. But at the end of the day, like it's going to catch up to, you know, whoever those people are, they're going to get in trouble, whether they go to jail or not. You know, I don't know. But anytime you're stealing money from customers, like it's not going to work. Yeah, so we have, you know, the problem is like, yeah, we believe that that's the problem with cryptocurrency that we're facing, Billy, is um, I don't know if you, you're familiar with the SBF story. He just yeah. defrauded people out of billions of dollars and, you know, nothing's happening to him. And we've seen NFTs, you know, within the last year, people have taken tens of millions of dollars out of the ecosystem and they are not even in trouble. In fact, we don't even know who they are. We, they're not even doxxed. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where there's like this really gray area in NFTs where a lot of us have lost money and seen a lot of bad people come in. So we kind of, I'd say in general, like have our people have their guards up of like, Oh, I don't want to put money here. I want to put money here. Like it's really hard to gain trust. I'd say that's a, the hardest thing with NFTs right now. So I think like just from being around a lot of people who have gotten charged, most of the financial crime people I was in jail with, the investigation periods just last for a long time. I think my situation was unique because I was so guilty and it was like, it was so black and white. But my, I guess my like uneducated take is that the first couple of big prosecutions in the NFT space will kind of set the precedent for the rest of them. So I imagine like they will come hard and, you know, and wide when they do come, it just, probably waiting for that, you know, that, uh, that ball to start getting rolling. Do, Billy, do you know, um, a Brennan, uh, he, he's, he works with, you know, I don't want to go into that right now. Um, I was more just trying to make connections with you. Um, Alex Bark, uh, I, <laughs> this is a, I didn't expect this. Uh, I was excited to hang out with you guys. Uh, wh what are your thoughts? What's, what's going on right now? Expect the unexpected, King Fox. <laughs> Apparently, that's all you. That's all you can expect. I mean, look, Billy. Billy's fresh out. Uh, he's fresh out. I mean, Billy. What went? What? Look, we're trying to learn because the NFT space is incredibly new, and much like I think the Fire Festival, which I'm reading up on now, I think that was at a time where social media was was going through its own little renaissance, where you saw these mega influencers come up, which obviously you understood that game 
very, very well. I mean, what what really went wrong with the Fire Festival? I mean, I'm sure you've spoken about this before, but there's many that in here that haven't uh, haven't heard about this. I mean, what really what was like what really went wrong with the Fire Festival in your mind? Yeah, so if I can just like take a quick step back, uh, this company I had called Magnesis, which I think had a lot of similar ambitions to like the NFT communities and utilities. Um, through this company, one of like my customers, we called them members, basically approached me and said, you know, I'm an engineer at Google, but I fly these really small propeller airplanes for fun. You got to take a bunch of your members like to this island of the Bahamas in the middle of nowhere. So went on this trip with a handful of like members, him and a couple of his friends who had other planes and just absolutely just fell in love with these outer islands of the Bahamas. And we're doing these trips and just bringing like various members and customers and like entertainers there for a number of years. And I was just like so obsessed with these trips and just wanted to share like, but really I want to do two things, which is one share what was happening on the islands with as many people as possible. And also just like brag that like, look at this crazy shit I'm doing. And that's where like the idea for the festival came from was to just try to invite as many people as possible to, you know, let them have fun, but also like show all the cool shit that I thought I was trying to pull off. But um, as you guys probably saw, you know, assembled a bunch of like entertainers, and influencers or whatever, and announced a festival with very little to no planning and just didn't really know what the reaction response was going to be. But overnight sold, you know, shitload of tickets and had promised this date four months in advance where I was basically left with this oversold concept of an amazing festival and four months to try to build a temporary city in the middle of nowhere. And then, you know, everything went downhill from there. So you sell out these tickets to this festival on this island and four months to pull it together. I mean, it's, it, you can't even build a, people can't even finish a fucking painting in four months here in NFT Twitter. Four months <laughs> to put on a festival, festival is incredible. At what point during the, from the time that you sold the tickets up until the start of the festival, at what point did you realize, hey, I think I've fucked up? What really screwed me was Pablo Escobar. And I say that because we had like a, a handshake deal with the owners of a certain island to host the festival there. And we advertised the fact that Pablo Escobar used to use it as one of his waypoints in like this marketing promotional video. But as soon as they saw that, these guys who had visions of making some like super high end, you know, small development in the years ahead, saw like the Escobar reference. It just like went crazy and essentially sent me a cease and desist and said, if you ever come here again, you know, we're going to sue the shit out of you. So it kind of all went wrong starting with Pablo Escobar in that marketing video. So shit's hitting the, shit is hitting the fan with the Pablo Escobar video. They're taking things. At what, why not call off the festival, Billy? I mean, why not call off the festival, return the tickets, and or at least delay the festival? Yeah, I obviously wish I did that for the past five years. I fucked up. And my very long logic at the time was that, you know, four months felt like forever in this like early startup, you know, tech land of, you know, 2015, 2016. And I thought that no matter what, the island was just like so beautiful. And I was already so far in with, you know, promises and tickets sold to so many people that the only option was to pull this off and just give people the best weekend of their lives. So the fire festival happens. Um, I'm seeing pictures of it now. I'm sure you've seen the pictures as well. I'm seeing uh, uh, sandwich with just two pieces of bread and a piece of cheese and lettuce on the side of it. Um, the, f- the festival was obviously a failure, as you know. 
what happened after the festival? So the all everything happens. The news crews are there. The people show up, actually show up to the island. What happened right after the festival? Yeah, so the festival is scheduled to be Friday through Sunday for two weekends. Um, the issue was getting you know a few thousand people each weekend to the island. So we actually chartered these like two 737 planes and set up a temporary terminal in Miami airport. And we had these planes scheduled to go back and forth from like early Thursday morning through the end of the festival Sunday night. And like as if scripted on cue, the storm rolls in Wednesday night. We're not fully ready. People start arriving on Thursday and it is just like an utter mess. But like up until that last point, I, I obviously wrongly but truly thought that we were going to pull off the event so the so the event is obviously not pulled off obviously people are pissed right and it sounds like you knew that you fucked up yeah what happened from there did somebody contact you did the government contact i mean from from that point on how did your life change so the initial reaction from like everybody and, and everybody meaning like the media that was pushing this was that the whole festival was fake and there were no artists and like that whether good or bad, it was not true. But the reality was I had lied to investors and partners to raise the money for the event. So it was like super unsophisticated. You know, I just gave false revenue numbers and said I had more money than I had. And it just didn't take very long to realize like what I had done and was pretty quickly charged for it. And how quickly did they, uh, did they charge you? How quickly from the festival did you go until you were in prison? So I got back to New York from the Bahamas on a Sunday night uh, the FBI came Monday morning and then I was actually charged maybe like six to eight weeks later, which was like super, super fast. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, so, Did you at least like, listen, did you at least like stash some dude? Like, were you eating well at the commissary dude? I was broke as shit. <laughs> no. Was, was Seth sliding you some freebies so you could at least party some snacks and make some lit Lit commissary meals, dude? I don't understand. You didn't even send me a ramen noodles. Crazy. That's a pretty shitty brother, dude. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Okay, so you sucked at the first one. And you, on, on the record, we're not related. But I wanted to establish that. I thought I was... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you, you, you know, you were sneaky, um, doing some lies on the first one, uh, intentionally... Uh, now it looks like, uh, from what I'm seeing and hearing, you're trying to do a second one, but what I see with a twist and it costs about 200 pounds or something to enter. You want, you want to delve into that and shill that Billy? Sure. <laughs> I hate the word shill, but let me embrace it. Working on a new brand called pirate spelled P-Y-R-T. And the idea is that I want to get back to these small trips of a couple dozen people where we partner with a small hospitality development and host like a bunch of content creators, whether it's like space hosts or music artists or entrepreneurs physically on the island to partake in all these crazy adventures. But instead of trying to bring like thousands of people there, I am working on this technology where we're creating these like live replicas of these tourist areas where anybody online can live stream what's happening on the island. And then they can actually come together to impact the actual island experience. So that's where I think like the DAO concept, whether we actually do a DAO is, is not going to happen anytime soon, but like, the concept of people teaming together online to affect real world change is really interesting. I just think like as a tech topic, I'm super interested in understanding like the whole metaverse idea. And I just feel like 
the real impact of all these emerging technologies is allowing people to affect and even own these like real world adventures and assets more so than creating something that just exists like virtually. And I think like the DAOs kind of touch on that. And so this is for me, just more of like a learning experience to hear about like what's working, what's not working and try to refine my thesis. Wait, you're doing another, I mean, I thought like, you know, most people only try one island activity in their lifetime. You're already trying another island activity. I mean, Billy, didn't you learn your lesson the first time? I mean, why the island? Why not something like, why not like a restaurant or like a chocolate bar? So definitely not tied to an island. Uh, I just like love the water and, you know, love kind of like water exploration adventures. And I feel like I can do a good job and have done a good job of hosting like a small number of people. And just like making those experiences really, really fun. But then I also feel like through the festival and the trips I did before it, there are thousands more people who really want to come. And if we can make like technology to allow them to do that online, that could be a really cool way to share what's happening in a just like a more feasible way. I mean, Bill, I'm, I'm getting tons of DMs at the moment. Um, people are very upset that you're on stage. Uh, they don't like you up here. They don't, they don't believe you deserve uh, any sort of platform. I mean, moving forward, Billy, how can you expect anybody to trust you? It's going to take time, right? And I think there's like, I've had this conversation with a lot of, you know, close friends and whatever it may be. There's two ways to handle in my mind what happened, right? I get out of jail, uh, just do nothing and live with remorse. And that could be a really good way. Or the second is, try to go and make a positive impact and pay everybody back. And that could be paying them back financially, paying them back with like a relationship and experience or trust or whatever it is. But I feel like I'd rather try to make that impact and, you know, not going to promise any success or dates or an outcome, but, you know, I can find more pride in, in trying to do something impactful than, you know, doing nothing. Yeah. So this is, I'm just going to be as blunt as possible with you, Billy, because I would want someone to do it with me and that's who I am. It's just, it, just be 100% real. Like, that's a good attitude and stuff. But knowing all the people that were hurt through this situation and the people that weren't paid and the people that were affected through your lies, um, it just seems like not an exciting investment. It's like, you know, we already got, I already saw and I can see a lot of people that were affected super negatively the first time. Why would we give them a second chance? What, what do you say to that? I hear you. And I think that most people will probably have that reaction. And yeah, I get it. Like, and the, the last thing I'm coming in here doing is I'm not, not raising money, you know, not trying to, to get money from anybody. I'm trying to learn. And like, my life is obviously far different than it was five years ago. And, you know, if I can sit here and you know, form some relationships and try whether I succeed or fail to build something interesting in the next five, seven, 10, 12 years, that's what kind of motivates me. So I'm not looking for like a short-term fix and, you know, you know, bring the hate, come shit to me. I deserve it. I really fucked up, but like, let's see if I can take any positive out of this and use that to, to kind of pay it back and pay it forward. Alex, uh, you know, you got Billy up on stage here right now. You know, he's fresh out. I mean, he's he's, out. I'm just he's listening. Yeah. I'm, t I'm taking note. Guy's very slippery. Uh, he knows exactly what to say, when to say it and how to say it. Uh, he's a great marketer. I can already tell, you know, he, the way he resonates his messages, it's not like from, it's a very like palatable message. It's like, I want to resonate with the masses. 
And it makes sense uh, because of his background. He, he was able to market a festival and, and collect $27 million. So he knows what the fuck he's doing. Uh, I'm just trying to understand more so what he's going to do. And nothing what I do, no matter what roadblock I put in front of him, uh, he's not going to stop, right? Instead, I'll just take the goods from Billy. I'll, I'll understand uh, the way he sends his messages, how he resonates with others, and I'll use it to my advantage. I mean, Billy's going to do Billy. That, I, that's one thing I'll say that I'm glad he didn't capitulate. You know, like he did his time. I'm sure he lost all the $27 million. I don't know what happened to that money. I don't really give a fuck. Um, don't. I'm more interested on what he's going to do. And then also watch his marketing campaign. Take notes on how he's going to gain attention. He has the biggest celebrities out here uh, promoting whatever the fuck he was doing. He had Kardashians in there. He had Ja Rule in there. I mean, the absolute biggest celebrities at the time were uh, promoting whatever he was fucking selling. So he knows what the fuck he's doing, and it's a very important that I can learn from something like this. Instead of just immediately, oh, you know, he's a fucking scammer. Uh, why don't I just steal from Billy at the moment? Why don't I steal all the good things from Billy and fade all the bad things? I think Billy has a lot of good traits to him. And also, uh, look, he, he was charged as a felon. And, you know, good, bad, that's always subjective. What he did, was it good, was it bad? It's subjective. No, it's not. No, it's not. It was bad. Plain and simple. What are you talking about? What, what was that? He was charged yeah. as a felon. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's dude. bad. King Fudd, can you be charged with a felony in well, a good way? Like, like you've helped yeah, too what, many people. What, what well, I'm, trying like, to, I'm trying to manipulate Billy to allow him feel more comfortable. Okay? Um, of course what he did was bad. That's not even subjective. You know, he was tried in the court of law. There's a reason why there's law and there's a reason why he was convicted. Uh, but you know, now I can't even do this because King Fudd is now like, now I got to deal with people. Anyways, uh, Billy, I wasn't able to extract information from you because of King Fudd. You can, you can, he, you know, he's fucking just bumbling around here, fucking up my whole fucking message I'm sending to Billy. Like I'm, I'm trying to brainwash Billy right now. Okay, I've got him up here. I'm gonna try to brainwash him. Uh, but I got to deal with obstacles such as King Fudd. You know, now I've got to try to brainwash King Fudd and Billy at the same time. Got to try to juggle these two. Yeah, so King Fudd, you know, I really am happy that you're here. I mean, you've got yourself up here. You know, you're really pushing hard for... Fuck you, King Fudd. Anyways, uh, Billy. Yeah, dude, tell us what you're going to be doing. Is it is, is it involve an NFT? Is it going to be more DAO? I don't, I don't know, like, what exactly you're looking to do or what you were told to join about this space because this space is heavily focused on NFTs and cryptos. Cool. I was just told that... You guys are the ones to talk to. So before we go anywhere else and do any other kind of media or live spaces, how to kind of come here first and hear from you guys. But super interested in DAOs. And I guess I'd love to learn about any ones that you guys like are following or, or supporting so I can kind of see what's going on there. Any that are actually like causing real world change. Is there any places that are actually building anything physically? We'll be interested in that. And then to kind of get back to, to Fudd and Alex's argument there, Guys, what I did was fucked up. Like, it's not okay. There's no honor in, like, committing a crime and like, lying to someone and being a felon. So, yeah, I was wrong. What, what, what does that mean you're super interested in DAOs? I kind of let it slide the first two times you said it. You said it the third time. A DAO, do you know what a, can you, how about you teach me what a DAO is, Billy? It's a lot of people to come together online. So like decentralized ownership, I guess. It's own little government. It's a fucking decentralized autonomous organization. That's the way I look at it. But, but 
I, so you're trying to build out a DAO? Is that what you're trying to do, Billy? Maybe eventually. Like, I'm not doing anything right now. And I just don't know what I am or I'm not allowed to do yet. So just kind of taking it slow and do, trying to learn. I can't go and build a DAO tomorrow when you guys have been studying this shit for five years and I haven't. So just trying to learn. Wait, none of us have been studying. Okay, um, I'm a $30 PFP. Bark's a glorified cameraman. And King Fudd's a potato. Oh, he's no longer a potato. And uh, I'm a convicted felon. So you guys all have me beat. You know what? See, you're one mutant ape away from being co-host. I mean, you, you're talking about uh, Dow. You know, you want to know more about Dow's. Well, you need to head down to OpenSea, buy a mutant, uh, gives it to one of the hosts, and you could be a co-host on this show. <laughs> I swear people come here, get their sins washed away. I mean, we have another you know, convicted felon co-hosting spaces time to time. Uh, th- like I said, this is where people come to wash their sins away. I think that it's very easy to get projected incorrectly by the media. Uh, Super, super easy. And I'm sure there's been things said about you that are absolutely true, Billy. I'm sure there's been things said about you that are absolutely false. And I'm not saying that any of the things that you've done are okay. I'm just saying that I think that, you know, I don't don't know. I mean, Alex, is it responsible that we're giving Billy a platform? I didn't even think about that. Is it responsible that we're giving Billy a platform at the moment? Um, Well, he hasn't shilled anything. I think... Like I said, he's going to do what he's going to do, whether we talk to him or not, from the sounds of it. He says, you know, he could sit there in remorse. Like, he has two options, sit there in remorse or try to do something. So he's going to try to do something. Us having him up on spaces and trying to dissect as much information as humanly possible would be beneficial to people that we interact with daily. Although, I believe Billy's messages are very slippery, uh, very, like, they're too well scripted in my mind. Thinking to myself, like, the way he's presenting himself, um... It's just like, it's almost, um, it's, it's, alar- it's actually alarming. Like la- alarms are being set off in my head. Like no one tries to resonate a message the way he is without, uh, it, it, and that's okay. Like that's not a bad thing. I just, it just alarms for me when, when he's, the way he's saying things, it's just, I'm like, oh shit. He knows what he's I doing. I mean, he had five years to, he had five fucking years to prep. I mean, you have five fucking years to get ready. Right. I mean, if you have well, five you years go, to get Mark, well, go try to get Jaw Rule to Joe promote your product. Go launch an NFT and say, Jaw Rule, go get the Alex, Kardashian. Alex, let, let me cut you off. Do not do that. <laughs> well, I mean, regardless, you were able to do that. You know, you whether you think it was good, bad, indifferent, uh, getting any major celebrity, this fucking asshole. I can't, I can't, I can't drive in space at the same time. I, I just. I, Are you, 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 you road rage. You dude, road rage. You don't fucking spark in the car with you, dude. Um, anyways. Yeah. I, no, no, no. We need to know more about your road rage. Hang on. Uh, I, I'm more. So Billy, uh, Dow's, I, I, so you're trying to, you're trying to, what is it? Magnus? Is that what you're trying to do? Like kind of like that, but in web three? A little bit. So what happened with Magnesis is. Uh, we sold these basically these credit card um, like facelifts essentially to a bunch of people in a couple of cities in the U.S. And what ended up happening was when the buyers or the members of these cards got together, they ended up really creating like Magnesis's value. They'd work at different brands at different companies and then would create all these like promotions and perks and experiences to share with the other members. So I kind of saw like the value of giving the community and giving the group like say and oversight and the ability to like contribute and actually control what's happening. And like, obviously it was super primitive and it was mostly offline experiences, but 
I, I feel like the positive aspects of that are the, the concepts behind like DAOs. And, you know, I have not participated in any DAO, like not spent any money on one or not voting in any of them. So like this could be totally naive, but uh, I think a lot of like similar concepts and just interested to explore that. Interesting. Okay. Well, I, I kind of want to hear from Fungible on, on his take. Um, I mean, Fungible, if Billy starts up a DAO, would you be a participant? Absolutely not. And I think <laughs> it's ridiculous that a convicted felon who did four years for $27 million worth of fraud would try to come to an industry that is riddled with fraud and, and, and talk about DAOs, which is basically a big pile of other people's money. So, I mean, I think it's just he's fishing for trust. He's coming on. He's fishing for trust. Uh, my sob story, I did four years in prison. Yeah. Well, look at my face. Look at my name and my PFP. I'm not hiding behind an ape or anything like that. Listen, dude, I'm not trying to embarrass you in front of people. But I see people, I read them like the newspaper. Well, I'm not sure if that was you or your wife talking there, Fungible, but I can't afford an ape. If I could, that would be my profile picture. So stuck with my, uh, with my mugshot. Uh, Billy, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear that because there was noise in the background. Could you say that again, please? No, no problem. If I can afford an ape, that would be my profile picture. But unfortunately, I can't. He, he's poor. Yeah, fungible, he lost all his money during the felony. No, but you know what, Billy? There's a flip side to what I just said, though, right? I know what it's like to be down. I know what it's like to be out. I know what it's like to be cornered. I know what it's like to have everything stacked against you. What you're going to have to do is you're going to have to repent, but you're going to have to repent to yourself. You're going to have to learn this shit on your own. You're going to have to build this shit with your money. You're going to have to build this shit with your own sweat and you're going to have to build it with your own work. And then not until you've built something that is selfless where you basically others are, are benefiting from your efforts, will you have completely repented. And I, and I think only after that, anyone could really take you seriously. I appreciate that and resonate with it. I think one of the things that I struggle with is I've obviously had like five years to think about this every day, but like other people haven't, whether it's like family, friends, people meeting for the first time. So I think sometimes I need to remind myself of that and, you know, take it slow when trying to uh, understand where the people are coming from. So yeah, I, I respect and appreciate your, uh, your approach. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, man, life's not over, right? And I know a lot of people think that, you know, they're finished if they, you know, they go to jail or they go to prison. You know, any, anyone, can, anyone can bounce back from anything, right? Think of it as a four-year fucked-up vacation, but the work's got to start now, right? So that, that's the best advice I could give to anybody. From a person coming from where I came from, getting to where I got, I'm one of the best people to give you this kind of advice. Appreciate Hang that. Hang on. Hang on. What? Okay. That just shows how slicky Ricky Billy is. Um, Fungible, you came up here all hot and heavy, and here you are all of a sudden like, hey, Billy, we're buddies. I got your back. What was that? Dude? No, it's what? no, no. Fud, listen. 
it's not got your back. I do no. I'm not doing nobody no good by criticizing. I set up the conversation with what the reality is. But you know, if he truly means what he says, there is an opportunity for him to get what he wants the right way, and that's what I'm trying to tell him. I mean, yeah, but that's that's kind of like rhetorics of life. If you do things the right way. Like you're like, yeah, of course, if you do things the right way, you can, you can get what you want, but you know, what's a lot easier is to do things the wrong way and lie about revenue and raise $27 million illegally. Of course. Right. And that's why I, and that's why I also said the chips are stacked against him. He's backed into a corner. He backed himself into the corner. No one else did that. But what, I hope he realizes is that it's not just like you didn't just wipe that event off you. You need to still come. Uh, let me stop saying you need like a person who's in a situation like that, as far as I'm concerned, has to still work through that. It, it isn't over when the when when the uh, the jail cell closes behind you. Right. And, and that's basically what I'm trying to say. Right. So. Uh, there's an opportunity. Listen, man, I, I believe in giving people chances, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to give the guy my money, but I would, you know, I hope the best. Um, I hope, you know, he could turn his life around. I hope maybe, you know, there's some kind of retribution for the people he hurt, he harmed. And I hope that he's able to, to kind of maybe see the light in all of this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't really believe in second chances. I mean, what I'm noticing, this fireside shit, is NFT meetups. I mean, are we being scammed on these NFT meetups every fucking six months? Like, uh, That's what I'm starting to notice. Uh, Billy, you're at the wrong place because people are getting away with what you're doing, sucking out millions, and then what do you got to do? You got to go listen to, you gotta listen to some music, drink some alcohol, and that's what you get in return for these uh, JPEGs. I mean, at least the sandwiches... Billy gave out were, you know, they were free. Were they free? You know, yeah, yeah the ones in four they, eight, they're twenty-five dollars the for a burger. You go to NFT festival, you're paying for that pieces of bread. Billy was giving it out for free. I mean, he's already outperforming my favorite founders. In I mean, in Las Vegas, a bottle of water uh, cost someone nine dollars that they gave them. They bought. They said, "Are you thirsty?" I said, "Yeah." And then they went and bought me water, and they brought it to me. And as they handed it to me, they said, "Man, that was nine dollars." They didn't let me just have the water and quench my thirst. They made sure to emphasize this cost me $9. And so I had to feel the guilt of drinking it. And Billy's out here doing the Lord's work, giving sandwiches away for free. So when someone's handing a sandwich out, they weren't bringing up the price. So big respect to Billy for that move. Okay. So did the festival actually go down? Uh, I'm confused as fuck now. I thought the festival never went down. It was canceled. Um, on the day people started arriving. How are you get, how is, wait, where's this sandwich reference coming from? Uh, they, people were served, or a couple people were served a cheese sandwich. And they took a picture of it. And then that picture was used to, uh... I, I like the accountability on Billy. I try to trap him and he just takes ownership of it. I'll give him that. I'll give him that he has accountability, he has perseverance. And he's, he's well-spoken, uh, dangerous. I'll say you're dangerous at the moment. I want to go to David. I mean, David, what's your thoughts on Billy? I feel like you deal with people like Billy a lot. 
I do. Yeah. Billy, I'm in the reputation management space and we've always uh, selected. Oh, you the mic. Yeah. So can you hear me? Yeah. What's up, David? Yeah. So we, we've always selected clients because we don't work with scammers. Right. And so you have to understand, you know, you came into a community because that's what Twitter spaces. That's what crypto Twitter is. It's a community. And just like I don't know if it was FUD or Fungible who eloquently said it. This is where the king of this is where all the rugs are. So expect if you're going to be here, expect to be under a, a magnifying glass like, uh, you know, uh, because we don't want that shit here. I just came to crypto Twitter from somewhere else. And I can tell you that just coming here, uh, you know, they're going to run everybody through the ringer here. We're going to make sure that your your motives and intentions are pure because I'm going to be honest, no one fucking trusts you. Nobody trusts you. And it's going to be very hard to build that trust. I know I saw you on the Full Said podcast with with Nelk, and I know that you're making your rounds, right? So, you know, just those like Liver King and all the people that have been scamming people. So just know that you're on a, a big time magnifying glass. And if you are here to say you're here to learn, well, we appreciate that. We, I do appreciate you being open and honest, but be careful and know that, you know, now everybody's watching you. Appreciate that. And like, I just certainly can't promise anything. And the one thing I will say is I'm not launching an NFT, I'm not launching a coin or anything like that and not asking for anything. So I mean, asking for advice and asking to learn, but not trying to, uh, to make any money off this space at this point in time. Well, I will say they, they handled you some heat. And, uh, you know, if you can hang in the ring with Alex or FUD or Bark or Fungible, uh, you know, you, you did okay. You did okay. But that doesn't, you know, that doesn't mean you get a pass, right? Uh, transparency is key in this space. And we don't get a lot of it. So uh, if you're going to continue to be the way you are now, then, you know, who knows? But. Yeah, that's all I have to say. You're on a mic. You're under a microscope. Hold on a second, Fud, Alex. Do you think we did we bring heat? I mean, did we even turn I, up? Yet? No, because Billy didn't say. He keeps on fucking. This is what I don't like about Billy. Okay, so I told you what I liked about him. Um, the misdirection. I'm not here to raise money, and then he ends with at this time. I mean, uh, okay, Billy. I mean, you're just here. No, fuck that shit. I mean, literally, fuck that. But once the moment he does say he wants to raise a penny. I mean, I, I've got my red flags in my back pocket, my front pocket, my left pocket, my right. I'll be throwing them motherfuckers all over the place. But as he sits now, uh, I'm going to take from him. Uh, he's coming up here. I'm going to understand what he's saying, how he's saying it. I'm going to use it to my advantage. Um, but I, look, we, we got other. I mean, Bud, do you think you asked Billy hard questions? Uh, no, not even a little. Uh, I, no. If I want, honestly. I haven't even made jokes about you dropping soap in prison, Billy. Like, I've been <laughs> super nice. <laughs> Wait, did Billy laugh at that? I did, yeah. Like that, I don't know if that's funny. Oh. Um, is that consent? Hey, uh, we got Catherine up here. Uh, Catherine, do you know who Billy is? Yes, because I got rugged by Billy when I went to Fire Festival, so... I do know Billy. Um, I actually um, got in a space with um, Billy a week ago, 
and he came in randomly and I was like, I need to talk to you because you, you fucked me pretty big. And, um, I told him, you know, I'm very privileged. I, you know, what he did was fucked up, but what he did, you know, all those people that went there, they had money, but that the Bahamas, those people that worked their asses off to like bent, like to work and do all this shit for him, they lost a lot of fucking money. So I told him, I was like, dude, you took my money. I'm not a person to be like, fuck you, like fucked me. I'm not, I'm going to like hold resentment over you. But I said, if you're going to fucking do this shit, you better fucking put all that money back into the Bahamas and fucking benefit those people that like lost all their fucking money trying to help him. And like I said to him, I said, if you're going to do this, you're going to have to fucking prove to all these people that you've changed and you can fucking do the right thing. So that's all I can say. I feel bad for the people that have been fucked by this, but it's a lesson to be learned and hopefully he can fucking make up for it. Thank you, Catherine. I hear you. Billy, do you have any plans to make reparations to people that, did a lot of work and lost out on all that money. Absolutely. Um, we're going to be giving a percentage of like all of the income, whether it's from the company or for me personally, uh, back to both restitution as well as people in the Bahamas. Those are kind of the first two buckets that we need to hit. And I think like to all the people screaming, just you can't do anything until you pay everybody. Like guys, I have no money. So if I don't work, it's not possible for me to pay everybody. Right. So like whether I'm, you know, busing a table or trying to start a technology company, I'm going to give a percentage of income back to people, but that can't happen unless I'm working. So to everybody saying like, you can't work until you pay people back, you know, it's a chicken and the egg problem, right? I need to work and, you know, I will work hard and I will start paying people, but it needs to happen through work. I and mean, I can't like take money from somewhere else to, to start paying people. Hmm. Mark, what's your thoughts? He's good. Yeah, he's slippery. He's real good. He's, he's oiled up. Yeah, he's, he's got, like, He knows what to say, when to say it, how to say it. And yeah. He's got the three. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I just take notes like, okay, this is how you say that. That's how you say this. Um, to, to gain trust. To, to, I think um, I would like to see action over, but I guess he's, he's in the process. It's really hard to judge it when there's nothing to be judged. Like, where's the pitch deck at, Billy? Guys, it's been three months too, and like trying to like get back on my feet, get back to the world. And I'm not making any claims. I haven't solved the world in three months. I haven't paid back $27 million in three months, and I'm not going to the next three months either. So, yeah, not here to, to try to say I've got everything solved. Yep. Slippery. Um, yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's real good. I mean, to look at, don't they look at that PFP? I mean, just smiley face, you know, can't afford a board aid, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> takes accountability, laughs. You know, doesn't even go on mute. Doesn't even know. I haven't worked a phone in five years. Uh, you know, just, just stumbling around, bumbling around like my favorite uh, potato. You know, the thing is, it. He, yeah, it's slick. I mean, I'm getting tons of messages. Their people are very pissed that we're having you up here, Billy. They can't even believe it. They don't even. They can't even figure out how to leave the spaces. They're that mad. Uh, they're <laughs> that upset. You know, they can't imagine. I mean, Alex, do you trust? Do you trust Billy moving forward? Do you think that he's here for the right reasons? Um, that's a weird question. I don't trust anyone. 
So that's like a loaded question. Do I trust Billy? You can yeah. ask me. You can ask me. Yeah, what a terrible answer, Alex. Holy shit. All right, King Fud, do you trust Billy? Hell no. Hell no. Billy, I'm not. I wouldn't trust you with a penny, dude. Uh, I, I give you a penny. I know that's going somewhere. You could say it's going to the people in the Bahamas. I don't believe you, dude. You already, If you were willing to lie and take that much money with that much risk, what, what are you going to do for $100,000 if you don't have money now and you're, you're looking for money? You're going to try and swindle your way out of it. You might do a good job for a little while, but people rarely change, dude. They retrace back to who they were. Um, so I, I, I'm just going to say it, Billy. I don't trust you at all. Whatever you're trying to build, um, in fact, I'm going to be a heavy advocate against it. You, you're trying to do a $200 festival or island thing. I'm going to try and convince people to stay as far inland as possible for free. I'm going to pay them to stay away from your festival. Easy for you to say, King Fud. You live on a fucking island. I mean, like you would know. What are you going to do? Go to the U.S.? Go to the mid? Go straight to the fucking center of the U.S.? That's what I'm saying. I'm. Everyone's going to be like, oh, I want to go do this thing with Billy. I'm like, oh, no, you go there. You're going to get a cheese sandwich with some, like, you know, cabbage put on top of it. You're going to be thirsty. You're going to need water. You're going to be stuck there. You might as well just go sit in Nebraska or go somewhere, like, far in the middle of the Sahara Desert. It'd be a lot better there. A lot more likely to be less scammed there. So, yeah, absolutely, Bark. Okay. All right, Kingfoot. Um, we've heard we've heard you go. We've got Dup up here on stage. Dup has thrown many music festivals, so I think we could maybe learn something from him. Dup, what do you, uh, what do you, what would you like to ask Billy? I'm, I'm fucking bullish. If he's coming on here for his media rounds, he hit full send. He's probably gonna hit Joe Rogan, and he hit capitulation. I think that's bullish. So, uh, kudos to you guys. I would say, honestly, Billy knows how to fucking. Uh, he knows how to fundraise. He he raised twenty seven mil. If he's minting something, I'm. <laughs> I'm mitten too. Like <laughs> my boy is a hustler. We have not hit the bear yet. I mean, Jesus. What do you mean? If he's 27 M's, Alex. Uh, did you see the pitch deck? D gods can't even do that. And you got you got Billy doing that before mints were even a thing. He rug before rugs were rugs. I mean, we can't even get someone to like a fucking post. Imagine getting someone to fly out to the Bahamas. I mean, holy shit! Can't even get a hundred likes. You got a thousand motherfuckers to get on a seven thirty-seven and fly to to uh, to go eat a piece of bread on an island. I mean, that whether you like it or not, whether you like it or not, Billy's good. He's he's, he's fat. Like butter. He's fucking good. You may not like you may not like Tom Brady, but he's got an arm. You know, you may not like you know anybody. You know, that's the thing. You got to watch out. So Dup obviously throwing his morals to the complete side. You know, he's a fucking, just throw his fucking bag at anything that has a pulse. What's up, Dup? Well, can I ask my question? Go ahead, Mr. Right. Festival. Yo, Billy, did you get in a fight in prison? And did, how was it? Um, I actually told the story on full send. Um, someone basically oh. took me down for $150 and said, you have to pay me or fight me. And um, I couldn't pay them. But my cellmate went and basically without me knowing and like, fought the guy for me on my behalf when I first got to jail. But other than that, yeah, no fights. Why would he... Oh, hold on. Why would you have someone fight your battles for you? What kind of founder are you? <laughs> Good question. I didn't know he was going to do it. Shout out again to Patel. He was awesome looking after me when I first got there. I, 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 I'm not sold at that point. Like, If you're not fighting your own battles, I'm not investing in you. Um, where, where, where are you based? 
Don't worry about it. Why are you trying to dox me? Quit base watching him, bro. Yeah. Quit base watching him. I know dude. what you're up to, MFR. You're trying to have me KYC. <laughs> um, Dup, no, it's actually, it's called, it's spreading it out, Dup. I mean, that's exactly, why fight your own fight when you can get someone else to fight for you? Uh, that's how you scale, uh, that's how you scale up in prison. Billy, what was your least favorite part about prison? No contact, like, with anybody. Um, I didn't have access to a phone there for, like, the last year and a half to almost two years. And visits were shut down because of COVID. So there's like no contact with people outside of the jail. That just fucking sucked. I think it was like a constant paranoia of not knowing like it's a friend or family member going to get sick and you can't be there or whatever it was. And that, that was brutal. He's good, dude. He slips, slips that right in at the end. A little empathy. You know, if someone gets sick, empathy. Um, what was your favorite part about prison, Billy? There were some really good dudes. And I think it's like hanging out with no pretense. Because you're all kind of like... No way. There's no way. I've never heard that, Billy, about prison. Your response, like, I need that clipped and posted everywhere. What was your favorite part about prison? You said there was some really good dudes. (laughs) That's crazy, dude. That was the craziest answer. You you realize that. Yeah, I hope you clipped that. And I think that, you know, most people who have gone through it will tell you that as well. Um, I mean, there's certainly some really terrible people who need to be there. And there are good people there as well. And, you know, it's all terrible. But having a period of time where you can kind of just, like, hang out with some people and there's, like, no pretense or you're all kind of, like, locked in a shitty situation, like, there's, you know, there's some sort of, like, bonding over that misery, right? And you just form some good relationships through it. Yeah, because when thieves get together, they're like, yeah, we're both thieves and we can, you know, empathize and sympathize for each other. We're both in jail because we're both robbers. So you're right. There is no context. You're just there together. Well, it's like, hey, I'm going to take $20 from you today. Tomorrow, you're going to steal it right back. Tomorrow, I'm going to steal it right back. And then, So it's like even. It's just net zero. Nobody loses. You just take 20 bucks um, from somebody uh, every single day. Uh, we can go ahead and pass it around the room. We can go to Iron Man. Roger, uh, anything you'd like to ask Billy? Yes, I got some things I'd like to ask him. So, Billy, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, there's a new tourist attraction down in the Bahamas. I think you could be able... You'll be able to use that for your new marketing campaign. BitBoy was already there. He said it was a good time. Uh, a couple questions. So have you ever considered looking into uh, raising capital via VC by any chance? Just because there's a lot of NFT projects out here that are super promising. Uh, they've been performing very well. Just like to hear your thoughts on that. So uh, I've raised venture capital for my past businesses. Um, I haven't for Pirate. Um, I, I don't know at this point, I think is my quick answer. Yeah, so I'm just not sure yet. Is that something uh, you would definitely consider in the future, though, uh, to go VC route? Just because there's a lot of, you know, great VC companies out there uh, that perform very well. I figured probably work out best for you if you can't raise any capital at the moment. Uh, I mean, considering you're pretty much in the same seat as uh, Elizabeth Holmes and SBF, you have any advice for SBF considering his current situation? Uh, Sit down and shut up, I guess. Look at this. I mean, we already got people looking out for Billy's best intro. I mean, Roger's giving him a fucking hug, you know, just putting him on his back, you know, feeding him some soup, you know, putting a blanket over top of him. That's that's he's fucking good, Alex. I mean, he is good. Yeah. Take some notes on this motherfucker. Maybe he should be co-host. Maybe we should be be co-host. You know, he's 
I thought he was one mutant away from being co-host. You know, Maji was one mutant away, but Billy's actually good, so I don't think it's going to cost him very much at all. Hey guys, just just a heads up. I got I have ten minutes left, so to like. Uh, okay, rapidamento block. What's up? What do you have any questions for Billy? Bro, what the fuck are you doing to make money right now? You're coming here. You want to make money. You're doing the media tour. You wanna you wanna steal more money, basically. Like, bro, what the fuck are you doing to make money right now? You're not working a fucking regular job like the rest of us. What are you doing to make money right now, Billy? That's my question to you. What are you doing to make money right the fuck now? Whatever the fuck I can. So I have a TV uh, show that I'm f currently filming. Um, I've signed a bunch of baseball cards for Leaf Trading Cards. Um, I'm on Cameo. I'm doing marketing consultancy for a couple of startups. And just like literally whatever the fuck it takes. Okay. <clears throat> How much is it for one Cameo? Uh, $69. <laughs> I'm buying that shit. <laughs> Okay, uh, rapid mental moose. Uh, don't want to go to you, Chum. What do you want to? What would you like to ask Billy? Yeah, I just have a quick two-parter for Billy. Um, so, uh, number one is dropping the soap real, and number two, did you ever do it? <laughs> um, I never saw anyone uh, get get uh, into trouble for dropping the soap, and no, I, I mean, no, I never dropped the soap, and I, I didn't have sex in prison. If that's what you're trying to ask. Um, a little shaky in the voice there. Uh, the <laughs> yeah, answer didn't have as much conviction. I don't know. I don't know. Didn't have as much conviction as you know the sandwich answer, or the the beach answer. I'm, All right, we'll I'm go ahead and pass it up. No, no need to explain, Billy. We'll keep moving on, just no. for sake of everybody. Uh, Moose, go ahead. What would you like to ask, Billy? Moose, 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 Moose. moose. Okay. Uh, Getting nervous. I mean, people get nervous. Let's go pass it off to Rose. Rose, what would you like to ask Billy? Billy, did you fall in love with your cellmate that stuck up for you in prison? Uh, good question. Uh, I love him like a brother, but uh, yeah. All right. Looks like. So, Billy, where where did you learn? How... Did you go to school for marketing? Uh, no. Went to school to study computer engineering, but didn't last very long. Dropped out after the first year. When did you start up Magnesium? And was that your first startup? I started Magnesis in 2013. Um, I had a company before that called Spling, S-P-L-I-N-G, that I started a couple of years before that dropped out of college work. Okay. Well, that was your first startup with Spling? Yeah. So it went uh, Sling, Magnesium, Fireside, now Pirate. Is that is that the... There you go, yeah. So all four of those are your startups? Yep. Okay. Uh, Sling, was it, how did it get started? How did you, how did you, what was your, was it, yeah, yeah. That, where did you raise uh, your initial funds from? So I raised venture money for those three companies. Started Spling in my freshman year of college. Um, yeah, I just raised a venture financing for that one. Okay, what did, what did uh, Sling do? I started as a, it started as like a social network where people could like share content and media in groups. It was almost like a early take on like Google circles right before that, you know, came and flopped and ended up creating software that I was selling to like record labels and TV networks. And that's how I got into the whole like entertainment world, which eventually led to uh, fire. Okay. 
So you started Sling, got you got initial raise. It just I just don't understand how you did all this. Like especially, um, like did were, did you have like big social media accounts? Did were you were you networked with someone? How did you get it off the ground? Yeah, I started coding when I was super young, and I suck now. But you know, was coding as a kid and was always kind of making little websites and like selling little websites online. And then Sling was the first one where I really raised venture money for and just like went that traditional startup route with it did you just go like to every single venture and we're like hey i coded this similar to google circles would you like to be an investor or yeah, did you know I, someone you know 400 people turned me down until like the first one said yes and you know went through all the shit storm for for years i think like the biggest misconception with fire is that like i woke up one day and make a fed like a fake spreadsheet people gave me 20 million bucks whatever it was and while I certainly like made the fake spreadsheet, it just took years of getting shit on to, you know, even be in the position where I could like call or ask these guys for any money. Okay. So it took you 400 fucking attempts before you took you 400 fucking no's before you got a yes on sling. That's fine. Yeah. And then that, that was 18 at the time. So, right. So it was another seven years before I was able to raise, you know, that money for fire. And obviously violated the trust and fucked up and did so much stupid shit to, to raise that money. But, you know, it took many, many years of just like eating shit to get to that position where I could fuck up. Okay. So spling sling wing. Um, I'm guessing it's no longer around. No. Yeah. They, these are all, uh, all no more. Okay. Magnesium was after spling. Yes. Uh, that's the one I believe jaw rule was tied to. So we had uh, booked him to perform at a concert for our, like our Magnesis holders. Um, we had booked, you know, a dozen or so music artists over the years, and he was one of them. So that's how he met, yeah. Okay, how did you book? Did you just pay him? Is that, or did you did you know him? Uh, no, we just paid all these artists, you know, called agents, managers, whatever, and booked the artists for these concerts. Okay, how much did how much did Magnesium raise? Around like three. Around three, and it's yeah. still around today. Uh, it's not. So right oh. after the fire festival failed, Magnesis like you know went down the tubes with it. Um, we ended up like selling our brand to a different company, and like the Magnesis team all went to work for the company that bought it. Okay, from what I understand though, this Dow that you're starting up is going to be similar to Magnesium. Yeah, not starting a DAO right now. Uh, I think just like interested in, I think like NFTs and, and, and DAOs are trying to do what I really want to do like with the Magnesis community. And obviously they're doing it through a better vehicle. Like mine was very offline and um, it just like wasn't managed as well as, as like a DAO could be managing it. So once again, just here to try to fucking learn and like see what's happening. Okay. You, you said that NFTs and DAOs provide a better vehicle than what you had at the time. Can you explain what you mean by that? So initially, Magnesis was me going out to like brands and events and venues and trying to get value for the members. And obviously, that could only go so far. And all the best stuff that happened for the people was provided by the other members in the community. So, you know, a platform that could allow the different people who are actually connecting to help each other and like provide the utility, I think is, is more interesting than what I was trying to do initially with Magnesis. And, and so you notice that with, within NFTs that uh, people are, 
providing value to one another. What about NFT to NFT or DAO to DAO? Do you notice any crossover uh, providing value that way? Uh, I don't know. I just, yeah, haven't seen anything yet. Okay. Hmm. What? Yeah, I got to jump, guys, but I appreciate it. So thank you for having me. No need for your flowers, Billy. Uh, If you're going to come up here to tell us you appreciate it, thank you for having me, that type of – look, leave buttons in the top right, Billy. Uh, I'll save you the time. No need for the flower. Wait, Uh, I got to ask, Bart, is this an airport? Like, I've I've got to find out. Is it – are we in an airport right now? What terminal are we in? Uh, fuck, I don't know. I'm looking around. I'm just seeing my room. We're not in an airport. We're not in an airport. Yeah, Billy, uh, if you weren't aware, we're not in an airport. You don't need to announce your departure. As Bart once said – as Bart said, the leave button is in the top right. You can't miss it. The red button. You click leave, you click yes, and you're out of here. I am going to announce my departure later, guys. Thank you. Okay, again, I mean, again, Second rug. He's just fresh out of prison, and he's already rugging people. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I thought it was pretty interesting. I mean, we did people give are a very platform. Upset right we gave now. a platform to a felon. I mean, yeah, how do you feel very about upset. that? They're very well, upset. They I mean, they can't. Platform the felon. They, I mean, people got, are felon, so felon, upset. Look, you got Dup up here. I mean, he's out here supporting rugs. You're platforming the felon. I mean, people are very, very fucking upset. I mean, I feel bad. They didn't even know how to leave the space. I mean, people were literally trapped in this Twitter space. They couldn't leave. They were so upset. They couldn't find the leave button. They were so fucking upset. Um, I think Elon needs to make the leave button bigger. I mean, what'd you think of that guy, Alex? I mean, he seemed he seemed like a very nice, uh, nice young entrepreneur looking to get out there in the world. I mean, did you? Did he you... sounded like he understood uh, the human side. He sounded like he had been rejected 400 plus times. He understands how to get a message across and have it be very palatable, have it be accepted. You know, after the 400th time of rejection, you understand, well, I think you would understand what you need to say and how to say it and when to say it. And he did all three of those really well. And that's dangerous. Um, I'll, I'll be sure to criticize the living fuck out of whatever he's about to do. But I think he'll probably be able to accomplish his mission. I mean, we got Dup up here just signing off on him. I'm going to fucking mint that shit. I mean, this is the D. We are nowhere near the fucking bottoms, what that tells me. I thought all the Dups of the world were rinsed out at this point in time. Fuck no, the D-Gens are still alive and well somehow. They're just eating fucking, I guarantee they go to Wendy's and get those packs of crackers for free and just eat that shit, put some ketchup on that shit. They're making ketchup cracker sandwiches. That's how they're eating these days. Get a cup of water to go with it. I mean, they got their whole fucking meals planned out. That's their meal prep. You know, they go to the fucking condiment aisle, the fucking your local fast food restaurant. Who's the, the NFT degens? Those, that's how they meal prep, Bart, because they still are here. How the fuck is Dup still above water with that mindset, Bart? I have no fucking clue. I mean, Dup was willing to throw his whole life save. He's like, yeah, whatever Billy touches, I'm willing to touch. Uh, Dup, you might be lucky. You can get two pieces, three pieces of bread instead of two. Uh, maybe a tomato as well, sliced on top. I mean, that would definitely beat the fire fucking festival. I mean, I don't know what we, where we go from here. Look, people were upset when we were talking. They were upset when we were quiet. They were upset when no one was on stage. They're upset that everyone's on stage. They're upset that Billy's on stage. I mean, we can't do anything right. You can't take a fucking step. I mean, are you going to – it sounds to me like you need to slow the fuck down, Alex. Are you going to be slowing down? Fuck no, dude. You kidding me? Uh, you fucking kidding me? The, the one thing I'll say, like, I'll, I'll do a little pity party for myself. I don't give a fuck. But I found sometimes it was more enjoyable when we had 10 people space, like the original 10 people on spaces. There was none of this bitching and fucking moaning. Uh, now we got a lot of bitching and moaning. But that just means that we're probably doing something right or else 
Yeah, people give a fuck. I think that's what it is, Bart. People give a fuck what we do, and they're going to actually navigate us. I'm, I'm very fortunate that people bitch and moan about what I do. They, they give a fuck what I'm doing, Bart. I mean, you realize, like, let me look down through the audience. So, uh, we got Fungible. I mean, Fungible, no one gives a fuck what he's doing. He never gets any type of feedback. They're never like, hey, Fungible, you're fucking up because X, Y, and Z. You know, you're doing this, you're doing that. No, no one gives a fuck about Fungible. Bark, everyone knows about Bark. They know more about Bark than Bark. I mean, how, do you not feel fortunate that people are now giving you feedback day in and day out? I mean, it, and, yeah, dude. I, think I mean, they say they hate, uh, you know, ever they say they fucking hate the spaces. They can't stop talking about it. Can't stop joining. They got fucking alts. You know, I'm like, hey, I'll make it easy for you. You know, it's your, you know, I'll just block you so you can't join again. They're on fucking alts. They're commenting on their fucking alt accounts. They're spamming the shit. I mean, that's that's where we are at this point. But something tells me that there is something still here in crypto Twitter. I mean, you have the Seth McFarlands of the world coming in here just to try to, I don't know, dump his fucking coin all over the place. Dump it. I don't. God, who knows what he's here for? Uh, I don't trust a single word that he said. Uh, I really didn't. It was more interesting just to hear and just kind of slither all around. Um, just, just some notes, just some marketing notes. He is good. He's fucking, he's good. Now you got to be careful for that. The, some of the, the good people are good. The best people are, Ooh, you got to watch out for them. Uh, you got to keep an eye on them. You really got to keep an eye on them. But it tells me that somebody still thinks there's something here. I mean, he could have gone anywhere. He could have made another festival. He could have made a fucking another credit card, but now he's, you look at dub clap and he's got his fucking phantom wallet ready just to go all in on anything. Um, just, just sad. I mean, just sad to see see what's happened to that. Uh, will you be buying Seth MacFarlane's project, Alex? No. No, I will not. Uh, but what I will say is that he picks out something that's unique to the NFT space that I think I overlook at times. I think others kind of overlook at times. The networking effect that uh, NFTs provide is second to none on the planet. And nothing on this planet provides a networking effect similar to NFTs. Uh, and he pointed it out. He didn't really point it out all that well, but he sees it. He, he can't figure it out. I see him struggling. I see him stuck in the mud with his slots. I wasn't going to unstick him, uh, but there's a networking effect that NFTs provide. He's trying to tap into it. He's trying to figure it out. He's trying to crack the code. He's going to use his outdated technology, magnesium. I love calling it magnesium, by the way. It's fucking hilarious. He's going to try to use that and, and, and tie in that networking effect. That's what he's here to do. Uh, it's it's going to be like some payment fucking program, magnesium. Uh, the failed fucking program prior to already. So, you know, he's like, well, fuck, you know, we got this fucking new technology. I can try to be an opportunist, take advantage of the situation. That's what he's going to do. Um, he's going to push this old ass tech and onto a, a new community. And will it work? Well, from the sounds of it, you know, the dups of the world, it will work. I mean, well, what are we going to do about it? Dup, Dup is bullish. Well, Dup is bullish on the Seth MacFarlane's coming. There was so many. I think majority of people were very pissed. You're saying, "Hey, I lost a ton of money. You know, hurt my friends. He hurt my family. Just fucking bitching and moaning. Like, like Seth MacFarlane went into their front, went into their safe, took the money out themselves. You signed up. I mean, you you press go. You know, fucking influencers are pumping a fire festival. You were the ones that swoop your credit card. Um, you have to have accountability for your wallet. No, Seth MacFarlane didn't come up to your door and knock on it. Every single thing that you put your money out for, every single thing you pay for, you need to have accountability for it. But despite that decision, despite that, uh, we got people like NB. You know, I brought NB up on say, you know, fucking bitching and moaning in my DM. Look at all over the timeline. I mean, you're tagged in it too, Alex. I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, yeah, NB I see was it, bitching dude. and moaning. I mean, it's just like he said we're pulling out people out of the dumpsters to give them a platform. Look, we're in the dumpster. This isn't even the dump. This is a fucking landfill. Uh, you know. We pull stuff out of the dumpster. We're at the landfill now. We got fucking MB 
the landfill's in here now. I mean, what are we gonna do now, Bart? Well, I, mean, I, I look. We gave okay. Well, we gave Billy McScamlin a fucking platform. I think we need to get. We need to hear the the reverse side of that. We need to hear the op, op, other side of the card. Uh, we've only heard the bullish case for Billy McScamlin. So now we need. I think now we can go to MB to kind of hear the counter the counterpoint because we have people like Dup went ready to bust out their fucking phantom wallet and go buy it. You know. So I think we do need to hear the counterpoint. I mean, look. I thought Billy was good. He was really good, but I, we need to be realistic. We need to be fair about this thing, the other the other side. I mean, do you think we need to hear the other side of the argument? I mean, absolutely. We percent chance I'll be a participant. Uh, am I going to be able to stop him though, Bart? Fuck, dude. He's going on the largest fucking podcast. I mean, what am I going to do? You know, hey, don't put that motherfucker on your podcast. No, dude, they're going to put him all over the fucking podcast. And Matt, I was, I was. All right. Well, you're pulling around McDonald's. Uh, maybe move the ice cream cone see if you can get a stronger connection um just sad to see excited to see i mean the alex's of the world will be replaced you know the billy mcscamlins will come in and just swoop up the spot as a number i mean he's already going on fucking full send i mean the full send podcast got more view his full send podcast got more views than every twitter space ever cumulative uh so that's kind of where we are with everything i mean but what do you kind of want to know about the counter argument alex because i think it's very important that we give the other side of the equation Yeah, but okay. But that's not the point. I'm saying you need to hear the opposite side. So what do you want to know from kind of the other side of the argument? Hey, Fudd, will you be buying Billy McScamlin's project? Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, see, it's only 200 bucks. Uh, it's another island thing. Uh, how? Well, I guess my wife. Yeah, it's you. It is you. Um, 